Video surprise wasn't going to work, but there it was. Man. Total surprise. Amazing yeah. intro. And this is the off the cuff show. And if you are only listening on audio, I don't even know what to tell you. You have to go watch the first two minutes of the live stream so that you see the <laughs> intro that we that we just saw. <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. Speechless. Uh, welcome welcome to the show. Yeah, you did <clears throat> way back. I was I'm impressed with. How much footage you were able to pull together real quick and make a make a few really good edits in there. Good job. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> well played. This is to make up for being gone. all of the lost weeks where you've oh, been God. on a motorcycle or in a camper or wherever you've been. Yep. Yep. And it was worth it. Don't lie. Oh, God. It was worth it's it. not true. Mm. It's Welcome not true. to the Off the Cuff Show, guys, where two former cops... And their illegitimate child, the underpaid mm. producer, bring to you news from here in Metro Detroit and around the world. And we That's give right. our take, which is always right. Our opinion is, uh, well, our opinion is fact. That's just yeah. how it works. <laughs> science. It's science. It's science. So we are here tonight. We've got a few different stories on deck, not the least of which is our, our lead story, Detroit bus drivers going <laughs> wild. Uh, some lady apparently has has a stack of bodies behind her smart bus here in Detroit. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, we will be we'll be covering that and other other news stories from around the globe tonight. Uh, topics range from, I think, uh, in Indian paintings to LGBTQ stuff to uh, vehicles which being stolen. Pride Mike can comment on the uh, the LGBT anyway. matters later on in the show. All that good stuff. So hang with us. We uh, we usually spend the first few minutes catching up on each other's lives. Which you we all consider you a part of our lives, your family. So welcome, yeah, right. welcome to the show. So that's us. That's uh, what we're all about. The show is brought to you by 107project.com. <laughs> and check it out. If you are so moving anywhere in the country, I can help you. Oh my gosh! It's Don't true. hire him. What? Wait, what? There you go. I took you to see a house last night. <laughs> that's true. That house awful. needed to be completely torn down to Dude, the ground. It, it was rebuilt. bad. I got a tick. Yeah, we got a tick. I was oh, pulling. I was pulling a tick again? out of the UPP with tweezers last night. Yeah, I, I burned his stomach. I lit a match and tried to burn the tick off. You're not supposed to burn him. Apparently, I learned that after. I learned that too no. late. <laughs> so I'm. I've got about a week and a half left. But we got it out. We got. We got the tick out. That bought me an extra half a week. So <laughs> the Lyme disease is coursing <laughs> through your veins. That's right. You Pretty soon thing. he's going to be tick man. <laughs> enough tick. Uh, enough poison tick. entered in, but not too much. So it's going to alter him like Spider-Man <laughs> tick man, which I don't know what the superpower would be. Like he would just stick his head into bad guys and suck. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and end crime that way. Or he just he just uh, inserts himself in everyone's life and is annoying. Like that's that's his superpower. It's like a... <laughs> Def- defending acres of land, one bad guy at a time. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. So what's up with you, Mike? What's going on with you? You were busy today. So you said you weren't, but you I said was really you busy today, actually. Uh, I I was out the house this morning and had meetings pretty much front to back all day long. I, hmm. I would take a little 10 or 15 minute breather here and there. But yeah, very, very full day. And the grandkids were around in the house. and It was busy. Dogs were here. Dogs are barking. Kids are growing crazy. I'm in meetings. It was busy, man. But busy's good. Busy means people are buying and selling homes and becoming real estate agents and all that good stuff. How's the market doing? Honestly, like, has it? You know, from when I bought, uh, well, a little over about a year and a half ago. Not good for Is buyers. It, well, it wasn't good a year and a half for a buy. For it's, buyers, it's worse. I actually surprised, like how on your house specifically, we did good. I mean, you had a good realtor. Found yeah. found. <laughs> debatable you didn't have to uh no they you didn't they weren't didn't end up in a situation where they had to spend a bunch of money over asking in cash and that kind of a thing so i was it wasn't like that at all matter of fact we got uh a little bit less than what they were asking ten thousand under yeah uh, asking price so we did really damn good i think man look at the brains on this guy all right uh but in reality the market is um what's going on right now is you have literally eighth grade supply and demand economics. That's all it is, is not a lot of people are selling. A lot of people are still wanting to buy. And so prices, sale prices remain high. Mm. And the like the last three homes that I've sold have all sold over asking same or next day, like easily, easily. Well, do you, th- do you that think happened that- with my home? Yeah, but when when we talk about like a buyer's market or a seller's market, it, do you ever feel like in the end it it doesn't make that big of a difference? Because yes. if say if I go to sell my house now, I'm going to sell it for more than it's you know for for a higher price, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to spend more on a, another house. When you're yeah, when you're on both sides of the transaction, it doesn't matter. Okay, because you're you're going to get the same you're going to get the benefit of the sale and you're going to get the the downside of the buy right and so it's it's the same but honestly even if you're a buyer you just have to you just have to know how to navigate what you're looking at a lot of people don't know how to do that and Mm. people need to learn how to how to manage their expectations understand their budget and have have a strategy to it you know i just got a couple into a, a a home uh, last month. And in this crazy market, we got them into a home in a fantastic neighborhood for $4,000 in concessions hmm. and $11,000 on over like, well, uh, under, I should say under appraised value. So they're already starting with equity. They hmm. saved 4,000 in closing costs because they got the concessions and they were doing a VA loan, so it was no money down. So even in this crazy market, you just have to know how to navigate it to find mm-hmm. what it is that you're looking for. 
and it's possible. And inter- everybody talks about how high interest rates were, but uh, the reality is that for two years, interest rates were ridiculously low. Not that that was, and people f- somehow thought that was f- supposed to be normal, normal. but it's not. Seven yeah, percent right. is normal. Like what where we're at right now is normal interest, historically average interest rates for lending. Yeah, so, my first house was seven and a half percent. So I'm looking at all these other th- like, oh my god, like two. Lots of people have three, bought it like four or five, ten to fourteen percent too. Uh, so yeah, damn. so it's a. Uh, it's a normal amount of money to spend in terms of the buyer side. It's just a matter of navigating not that big of a supply and heavy competition for what it is. So mm. it really, honestly, it really, who your realtor is, especially on the buy side, actually matters uh, because you need somebody who is going to not it, just try not, to keep yeah, throwing say, offers like, against oh, the yeah, wall. Oh, yeah, this is good. You, I'll get you this uh, house. Yeah, yeah it's, it, gets, it gets silly out there. Yeah. Paul W. What's a concession? That is uh, the law and lending allows the seller to actually provide some money to the buyer through the transaction. So that would be a concession. YouTube police. Hey, what's up? What's up? James Russell in the house. MIL. Tennessee proud. Hippo. Hippocrates Lama. Sarah Kelch is in the house. So hey, hey to everybody that's watching live on uh, hey. on YouTube. Makes a difference when we don't promote earlier in the day. We have half the, oh, half the people yeah, watching. Sure. Makes a makes a definite difference. Yeah, when like Dave it, doesn't so pick good articles. That, that's not true. They're they're, <laughs> they're it's gonna play gangbusters. The and, articles are good. They're good. <laughs> yeah, there's some good ones. Uh, as far as my health, uh, actually, my health is, I think, uh, looking looking up. I went to the cardiologist today, and although I'm still having issues with like uh, my my like my I like I feel like I'm more tired, and I'm good. that's going to happen because my testosterone is like super low. <clears throat> but uh, I, I get winded still far faster than I normally would, and I just was like, you know, but my heart they uh, actually got it okay with my heart. So now we're kind of like pushing towards let's see if there's a lung issue. But everything is so far looking really good. And the cardiologist said, just go back to whatever you were doing before. Go right back to it. <clears throat> because even if like if something's wrong, we'll say if we, I have a, some kind of a lung issue, mm-hmm. that's not going to give me a heart attack. All that's going right. to do is give me a ceiling. So uh, I can't wait to start getting back into like lifting weights and going to jujitsu and seeing how my energy level is. You know, it's been three over three months where I haven't been exercising or anything. I gained like 15 pounds from this whole, like just sitting, I can't, like I was afraid to do anything, you know? So you just sit there yeah. in a chair and you eat and then you drink and, yeah, you know. you became he big daddy tubby. Yeah, it, it, it feels like it, you know? And so uh, <laughs> to finally be able to like actually start getting back into, you know, a normal, because I was saying, and I told the doctor, I was like, I don't even know what baseline is right now because, I am so far from where I was three or four four months ago um, that I don't even know what what's what would be normal or not. You know, I said obviously I get I get winded, but I haven't worked out in three months. Mm-hmm. I you know my testosterone is super low, um, you know, and I've gained weight. So I, until I can kind of get back to a, a my normal baseline, it's going to be really hard for me. But we're still pressing on with the lung thing. I have a CT scan of my lungs on Friday, although I don't see. <laughs> Uh, Wait, this Friday? Yeah, I thought they weren't able to get you until August or something, wasn't it? That's for the doctor. 
So yeah, I can oh. get tests, but I won't even see a doctor until August. That's kind of worse. It's dumb. Do you have to wait that long to find well, out? Well, I imagine if, the, if you no, know, if there is like, so, you know, you get all of your test results, like, you know, on, on these websites now, you know. Yeah, but if somebody's got to read your CAT scan, though. Well, they, they have to read it just, you know, regardless. So if they found something, they would notify a doctor and they would have to contact me. Like, yeah, you know, it's, would, you know it's not great news if they need to see you sooner. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happened yeah, about to that me. that appointment in August. We need to yeah. make that. Um, uh, Tomorrow? How does, how does later today sound? I know, right? And that's that's kind of what happened to me with the uh, the Ryan, stress test. It's been a while. Hey, thank you. Uh, but yeah, it had been like you know. So uh, like, when, as soon as I got my results, they they called me, and uh, they're like, "Hey, we need to see you." I'm like, "Okay, you know," but you don't think much about it. But um, and then uh, and when they found my hemoglobin, when those levels were so super high, they called me right away. We're like, "Hey, we need you to come in." And I was like, "Oh, all right." So, but now I'm I, apparently I'm on the mend, and I don't even know how or why. Uh, so I still have tightness in the chest every once in a while and I get winded pretty, pretty quickly. So we'll see where my new baseline is in a few weeks. Other than that, I'm still alive. Ha <laughs> ha. In your face, Satan. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> a few more days till the demons get to torture you. The, the devil thought he had you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but God said otherwise. <laughs> God it's gives like his of, toughest battles to his best heroes, oh warriors, God, or whatever right. it is. <laughs> it's like <laughs> those pictures where it's like the dad shielding the family oh, from God, like yeah. all these arrows and stuff yeah. like negative. Yeah, it's all in your back. Yeah, they don't realize. <laughs> so it's so good, right? So yeah, I'll be riding the mighty steed. Uh, in heaven someday down to strike furious wrath upon the earth. And I shall uh, when the strike furious comes. anger upon thee. <laughs> I'm 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 fully convinced that when I when I die, that's God's just waiting for me to die so that I can be part of like the the uh the company uh, that comes back for the uh <laughs> For the apocalypse. For the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> he's just waiting for me to kick the bucket. And he's like, oh, and I, like, all of a sudden, like, I have long, flowing white hair, you know? Yeah, you're the guy who comes in a back weird robe. Yeah, with his big ass sword. Regulators, mount <laughs> <Right>. up. <laughs> Let's ride. Oh, my God. I'm all chiseled. Spinetti in the devil's grasp. Beautiful wings <laughs> upon my back. <laughs> Oh, Crazy. Shit. Any life updates with uh, with you, Lodge? That you you need to share. I went to Tennessee, saw friends, brought my pop up down. That was interesting. Um, How'd it go with that? My pop up's old, so it was a 2001. You guys probably talked about it on the last podcast. I didn't listen to all the audio. I I know you talked about my bearings, whatever. I greased my bearings. <laughs> And the wheels were fine. If no, you know what I mean. Yep. No lockups. Uh, but just me and the boys greasing my the bearings. latches on the right side of my pop-up five hours into the trip on the way down there Gave way, popped yeah. off. And my canvas you know, going turned into a parachute. Flew out the side of my <laughs> pop-up. And I was like, I, I literally was like, holy shit. And Brooke was like, what 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 
pull over, pull over. And I was like, I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm pulling over. Just wait a second. And I'm like, there's semi trucks. And so I pull over. Lo and behold, a state trooper comes up to me. And did he recognize you? Probably wrote you a damn ticket. No, no, he did. <laughs> you know, I was actually kind of worried about that. Uh, what's the I, uh, gross tonnage on this uh, yeah. this hog? Well, it's less yeah. than it was an hour ago. <laughs> but I, I got the latches. Sorry, I'm not again. your mom. You can't write me a ticket because I'm bitch. smart, and I had spare latches and screws and tools all in my um, front storage compartment. So that was fine. And then I got bit by a tick yesterday. So. Wow. Life's good. Was or was that tick a, on you all the way day. from Tennessee when you tried to climb a tree? I did climb a tree. And uh, they're, they have ticks back there all the time, apparently. Because they've got like an acre of land. So, so what I 100% you? got bit by a tick from there, probably. So honestly. you brought back ticks. The, Michigan doesn't yep. need more ticks. We already have a tick problem. Nice well, job. Tennessee and Michigan have the same risk. There's a photo that Brooke <laughs> sent me from Tennessee. I'm not that skinny. Trying, That's doing uh, me some favors, man. I, I'm not <laughs> athletic to, like that. Yeah. Although that's, that's uh, how that's that's how tightly you hold on to any wood you find. <laughs> that is <laughs> at that body composition to that. Maybe add five more pounds to that last photo, but. <laughs> That's and amazing. then uh, there was also, hold on, I'm, I'm finding this. And you know how some people do uh, like boudoir photos for their oh, significant no. other? What this is Elijah show? did this for Brooke. It was his, uh, <laughs> climbed up to the top of the, the tree and made and this little I was, oh my boudoir God. photo. Just Believe it or not, that's the underpaid producer on there. Yeah, I know. I, I can work out if I want to. Uh, <laughs> and I was gently laid that night on this ghost bed behind me in my parents' basement. You were gently. There's all about phrasing in that. So you, you were gently laid. <laughs> Why are you making it so creepy in here, man? What is it with you? You got a cockroach problem. Now you got a tick problem. I've also had bed bugs before. Stop you bringing this stuff into laid. my home, dude. I don't know. The bed bugs were the worst one, though. What Seriously. Do you bring, why do you do that? Don't bring. Stuff I think like it was that. actually in the rental before I got there because bed bugs can live dormant without food. For 300 days. That's a lot of days, man. 300. So if you like go into a rental or buy a new house, get that thing bug bombed or something, man. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's uh, let's get to the stories, man. What do we got? Right. Let's talk about this bus driver. What what happened? No, no, no. Let's save that one because I I do want to throw a headline. Yeah, but the, no, we already know what news show news shows do to headlines. They push them to the end, and they always to not talk, be like try to talk it up. Okay, well, just let me get this one out, and then uh, and then we'll we'll push right to uh, <laughs> the bus driver gone wild. So this is NBCNews.com online edition. Kansas officers disciplined in case of man pinned down at Walmart. Have you heard this thing yet? I have not. 
All right. This is a, the video is actually uh, something I have done about a hundred times, probably more. I've had a long, longer career, but uh, Kansas police officer disciplined a case of man uh, pinned down at Walmart. The 24 year old man was accused of stealing a pizza. His uncle said video from the incident at a store in Kansas City, Kansas was posted on TikTok. Two Kansas City, Kansas police officers have been disciplined and a charge has been dropped against a man held down at Walmart last week in an incident captured on video. A man said his 24-year-old nephew was taken to the ground and held down by officers after he was accused of stealing a pizza Thursday. And video of him being pinned down was posted on TikTok. The Kansas uh, City, Kansas Police Department said its review found officers made mistakes, including one who, uh, quote, employed techniques that are not approved nor trained by the department. Police spokesperson Nancy Chartran said the technique uh, involved one officer's placement of his knee on the neck area of the person being restrained, which is seen on the video. The man who was apprehended was walking to the exit with his purchase which was not in a bag. The man did not show his receipt to an off-duty officer at the store who asked for it and became belligerent, the department said. It's, uh, it is our determination that the officer should have been disengaged at that time due to the circumstances. What, what uh, circumstances? The police department that a subject said in, was resisting arrest? Yeah. Uh, so the, <laughs> the police department said in a statement Monday, the video recorded by the man's uncle shows the interaction after the man is already on the ground and is being held down by an officer. It you shows know what would man- help in this case is knowing how to get somebody's hands out from underneath them. Y- yeah, I would say you're absolutely right. And that there is an officer that is. does come up secondly and does do that. So Yeah. Uh, but the guy so I've done this before to in order to control somebody who's super strong. Right there. You That's- use you use their you put your your weight on their on their neck and it was yes. on the back it wasn't this side it wasn't a carotid I, he's trying to keep him from getting up and i don't yeah. blame him we would all have done that uh yes. it's it's the least amount of where the head goes where strength. the head goes the body goes and yes so if you control the head you control the body yeah and it's easier to control Period. one part than for him to have just grabbed his the guy's waist or something it would have been uh, even worse uh, it shows the man being held down telling officers he has the receipt and uh, to read it, people He's standing around <laughs> can be heard telling officers that the man had a receipt uh, and that he had been, uh, God, this fucking mic, uh, he had been next to them in line paying. The man's uncle has said that his nephew is innocent and the police didn't have just cause for their actions. A charge of hindering investigation was dismissed at the police department's request, it said. Quote, moving forward, we will work with our uh, with all our retail partners to ensure that there is a clear mutual understanding of our officer's role while working in an off-duty capacity, police said Monday. The police department has said it began investigating the incident before the video was posted online. The off-duty officer and another officer have been disciplined and will undergo further training, police said. The names of the officers of the discipline were... Uh, weren't disclosed. Uh, she said the personnel issues are protected by Kansas law. The off-duty officer was working at the store in a security role. Um, I, I saw the video. I mean, the, uh, what they showed of this video, uh, and I know you were kind of putting it up there on the screen. Uh, the guy, uh, the, we'll say the, the suspect, was on his stomach, but he was like in a push-up mode. Like he was Trying to push up from yeah, he wasn't the complying. It was uh, yes, oh, obviously all. was not complying at all. And so the officer was on him and pushing his neck down 
uh, his, like so he was like basically pushing the guy's nose to the ground uh, like he was a naughty dog who had peed in the house, right? <laughs> and so, but, bad shoplifter. <clears throat> but it was a good way no to more keep. Pizza. <laughs> yeah, well, but it was a good way to keep control of the suspect and and, and for them to say that this is not right, right? Exactly. Um, I don't know, man. I got a real problem. I think I have a real fucking problem with that. Like this guy, this officer is doing what he thought. He Clearly, though, if if he said it, this, you know, this is what happened. The guy was walking out with his Walmart pizza for whatever fucking reason. And he decided that um, the, the off-duty officer is probably like, hey, uh, I, you need a receipt. Or, and the guy wasn't, wouldn't show his receipt. Yeah, I fucking I need a receipt or whatever. And then, uh, and then it just went downhill from there. So, uh, you know, I can't, I mean, I wasn't there, but that's what sounds like that. I bet you anything it's like that. You know, I'm sure the guy wasn't like, well, officer, if you could just give me half a second, I promise <laughs> I'll get it out of my pocket. Right. You know, it, you know, the officer's like, no, fuck you, you know, and just and kicked him and in the crotch and, you know, then pushed his nose and, you know, hit him with a newspaper on the nose, you know. Just, it yeah, seems ridiculous. It does seem ridiculous. And <clears throat> I saw some posts the other day <clears throat> on Facebook, I think, uh, which is where this, the liberals seem to congregate <clears throat> nowadays. Um, and they, it was like, if you see someone stealing um, food or, and I only say this because they're taking a, stealing a pizza or whatever, food or baby supplies look the yeah. other way yeah look the other way them. i'm like you know what why not yeah, just offer to buy it for them? unless they're <laughs> like, stealing baby formula to cut drugs with yeah also that <laughs> like it, it's what? ridiculous look the other fucking yeah. way what kind of it's not yeah, your make fucking groceries property. more expensive for the rest of us it's, <laughs> just it's make so the ridiculous. situation worse <laughs> it's funny you, just, you, you could just see that happening you look over you just give the not a single, you. not a single person who liked that post, or who shared it. Not a single one of them invited a homeless person over to have dinner with them that night at their house. Not a single yeah. one of them. No, no. Or even like Elijah said, even uh, offered to pay for it. No. Instead, fuck the business. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm doing something nice by turning a blind eye <laughs> on this theft. Yeah. So, you know. Right, I've, so I've, stupid, I'm doing man. God's work. Look at me, Dave, I'm helping. It, Dave won't cut me down as soon as he kicks the bucket and has <laughs> been, been recruited. <laughs> so He's just trying to okay. get all the crime in he can before Dave dies. <laughs> and Dave the Archangel stops it all. Because I'm coming back. <laughs> coming back, baby. So, <laughs> I'm, and I know I said I was going to read the the bus one. But I, I've been saving this article for Liars. for weeks. Weeks. For weeks. <clears throat> so do you remember, and I know, Mike, I know you're <laughs> going to remember. Elijah, you probably won't because this is an older commercial. Do you remember the Native Americans? <clears throat> no. I think it's older than that. Do you remember the Native American, the Indian that... Uh, there, it, like it's a commercial about pollution and trash, and they throw like these this group like the families driving down the road throws their trash out, and it's like right next to uh, an Indian, and like it shows the close up of the Indian, and he's got a tear running down his eye. Do you remember yes, that at all? I do. I do remember it. Yeah. What year was yeah. that from? 
You remember that? That's I, I, well. Let me read the article because this is <laughs> this is a great article. <laughs> this is from CNN.com online edition. <clears throat> Native American group gets rights to the famed crying Indian ad, which is, I think is really kind of funny because they don't really show it, show it anymore. Uh, <clears throat> it's one of the most well-known public service announcements in American history. A Native American man in buckskin and braids canoes through a polluted river, past smoke-emitting factories, and onto a littered shore. Trash hurled from the window of a passing car lands at the man's feet. As the camera closes in on his face, a tear rolls down his cheek. So I know there's going to be a lot of you guys that totally remember this commercial. If you don't, just all you probably have to do is uh, type in on YouTube, Crying Indian. Uh, some people, quote, some people have a deep abiding respect for the natural beauty that was once this country, a voiceover proclaims, and some people don't. 1971. Yep. So the commercial first aired on television on Earth Day in 1971 and left a lasting impression on viewers, the Crying Indian, who incidentally, was portrayed by an (laughs) Italian-American, became a symbol in an environmental movement that urged everyday people to do their part in addressing pollution. Over the years, it's been parodied on TV shows such as The Simpsons, King of the Hill, but for all its impact, the ad has a fraught history. Last week, Keep America Beautiful, the organization behind the commercial, announced they would be retiring the crying Indian ad and transferring the rights to the Wait, national. I haven't seen that ad recently. But I thought it's been retired. It's probably been retired since seventy uh, eight. You know, and so, uh, but uh, so announced that it will be retiring the crying Indian ad and transferring the rights to the National Congress of American Indians Fund. I don't know what good this is going to do. Uh, quote the advertisement. Uh, now, let me just call it the advertisement because that sounds it sounds a little fancier, uh, which became synonymous with furthering environmental protection and awareness in pop, uh, popular culture at the time of its creation, was later known for featuring imagery that stereotyped American Indian and Alaska Native people and misappropriated Native culture. Said a news release about the move. Here's a look at the ad's complicated legacy. I mean, how how is this even a story? I don't know, but that, I'm loving it because. I so remember this stupid ad, and then I found out it's not even an Indian. He's an <laughs> Italian dude named Spin- Spinetti. <laughs> so, the crying Cut. Indian ad effect. <laughs> hey, yo, why people, how many, how many more takes do people throw trash at my face? How many tears do you think I got? <laughs> hey, sitting on this horse is giving me a, a pain in the ass, you know. Me no like em, litter em. <laughs> For some reason, I'm an Indian Latin guy. Yeah, Latin. Look, yes, see? There's the crying Italian. (laughs) Italian Indian. (laughs) It reminds me of Parks and Rec when there's the Indian guy who owns all the casinos. Oh, oh, yeah, (laughs) that's right. He, like, says, white people are scared of curses. And then he, like, goes to lift the curse when they agree to put the casino stuff up front. (laughs) And and he, he goes, doobie, doobie. Do with like this dust, like the curse is lifted. That is a great show. <laughs> the crying Indian ad effectively exploited American guilt over the historical treatment of indigenous people in order to spur individuals into action. The man at its center, however, was not a Native American, but rather an Italian American who went by the name of Iron Eyes Cody. What? It's true. Born S. Esp- 
Espera Oscar de Cordy, Iron Eyes Cody built a career off portraying native characters in Hollywood westerns and also presented himself as native in in his real life. And it's funny because when I look at this picture of him, I'm like, oh my God, man, I, I guess I could see. I mean, you're giving me. He does. Is he just lying about being Italian? <laughs> That'd be more convincing. What, yeah. What if? First uh, of all, what if that was another layer of deceit and, and intrigue in this whole thing? Is he actually wasn't Italian? He actually he's was Native American. Italian people. But he was too scared to admit that he was really Native American because he wouldn't have gotten the job because of racism. Oh, well. My my guess is if if you were to take the uh, take off the Indian stuff, the Indian garb, culture, or uh, costume and stuff. And put him in a, a, a tan leather jacket uh, and and a, and a gold medallion, <laughs> and unbutton his shirt. You know, his shirt, of course, uh, down to his hairy chest. You're probably going to see old Iron Eyes Cody is a true, true Italian. Uh, let's see. So, uh, keep America beautiful's commercial depicts crying Indian as a relic of the past, a silent and stoic figure dressed in stereotypical garb. But at the same time of its release, real native activists were occupying Alcatraz Island and drawing attention to issues of the sovereignty and of sovereignty and land rights, as historian Finnis Dunaway noted in his book. Eh, blah, 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 blah. So, <clears throat> I had I just had to read that because. I don't even know what they're really trying to say here because in the end we're at a, a place where this is this we all remember a lot of us remember the commercial but it's, it has not been played in probably decades and yet somehow they're giving the rights to an Indian I don't know f- foundation or congress or whatever about a guy who's not even really an Indian who's who's an Italian American <laughs> this thing this thing has layers guys and i think you know <laughs> i'm not sure where to go from here man i'm not sure where to go it's really spinetti man spinetti in in uh buckskin buckskin <laughs> oh, oh boy yeah sorry about that i had to read it man i just i had to oh, all right i don't know i don't know what to do with that no, there's nothing you can do. It's and it's okay. So I, it, it really is okay. So I, here we go. I hope you guys are ready for this. This is the the main article of the night. We're probably going to hit like three hundred thousand views here uh, in the next five minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming. This is by Fox Two Detroit. And there's like a million things popping up on here. Uh, Fox 2 Detroit online edition. Detroit bus driver charged in fatal pedestrian crash. I'm not even going to read the title. I'm just going to read the article because I this has got to be a good surprise for everyone. Uh, Detroit. Uh, the driver of a Detroit Department of Transportation bus has been charged after she ran into an elderly woman downtown two weeks ago, killing her. Geraldine Johnson, 59, of Detroit, was arraigned Wednesday on one count of moving violation causing death after fatally running over a 67-year-old Gross Point Park woman. The victim identified oh, as... Oh, fatally? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Bitch dead. <laughs> the... <laughs> That's... <laughs> what? I... I should not be laughing. <laughs> it's too soon, I'm sure. Oh, that bitch I mean... did. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, the victim... maybe there's still hope. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, hell no. That bitch dead. <laughs> that bitch dead. The... <laughs> the victim identified as Janice Bauer 
was crossing the street at the intersection of Griswold Street and West Congress when she was struck by the DDOT bus. She was pronounced dead at the scene. This case is, a, is tragic on every level. No shit. Uh, Janice Bauer lost her life. The alleged facts are that the defendant, Geraldine Johnson, literally ran her over with the city bus she was driving and caused her death, said Wayne County Prosecutor Kim Worthy. Johnson was making a left turn when she struck Bauer. The incident happened on June 2nd at around 7.30 in the morning. So you know it was already light out. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah. According to DDOT, Fully which released light. a statement. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, which released a statement after the accident. Uh, drug and alcohol testing was conducted, and Johnson was immediately taken off the road. So, if- <laughs> Oh, well, good. <laughs> I'm going to read Well, it we still need cause- you to finish your route. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think you're going, Johnson? <laughs> I guess I'll see you guys later. What do you mean? What, we still what got six hours about? left. <laughs> oh. What? Yes. I'm going to reread that because it's so good. According to DDOT, which released a statement after the accident, drug and alcohol testing was conducted and Johnson was immediately taken off the road. So a full investigation. Only be because of the drugs and alcohol or because I, of the death that I, she I, just caused by running right? someone over. Oh, my gosh. She has 26 years of experience driving a bus during Johnson's arraignment. 26 years? 26 years. What a life. How many people has she killed? Well, let's get to that. During Johnson's arraignment, the judge pointed to her previous driving record, which includes a deadly crash in 2015, along with crashes with either buses. A deadly crash in 2015? mm -hmm, Along with crashes uh, with either buses or personal vehicles in 2018, two in 2019, one in 2020, one in 2021, and one in 2022. Janice's family is going to make a lot of money. Hell yes. The judge sorry, called Johnson Sorry, Detroit residents. Your property taxes are about to take Just a hit because of they this weren't bus already driver. High. The judge called Johnson, quote, a danger. <laughs> you, don't, you don't say. Don't she was given near a bus. Dude, she was given a $10,000 personal bond. Uh, oh, but she can't drive while out on bond. Thank God. I'm sure that's that'll stop her. Oh, well, good. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> Bro, how are you about to give a $10,000 bond to somebody personal. that just straight, a personal. straight up rode over someone in a public bus oh, and dude. not the first death that she's been involved with as a bus driver? <laughs> I know. What? I just want to say that I put... Dave into the new Photoshop generative AI. Oh, Aww. yes. And I typed Archangel. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't what? even look close. Come that on, we can do better menacing. than that. <laughs> we can do better than that. Well, you, that's just because you haven't seen me with my sword out. <laughs> that's what they think you look like, man. Wow. Well, that's it's, like, that it's seems, got you know. June makeup all over it. Fitz Bride. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so uh we can move on i mean i'm ready i'm ready to keep on bumping unless you guys want to you know talk about this <laughs> miss johnson more oh, this sounds it sounds pretty much par for the course in terms of how detroit runs any kind of public services <laughs> that does, yeah that it sure sense. does doesn't it <clears throat> yeah um i wonder i wonder what the stats are on the number 
of people killed by public transportation drivers is in general how many people die every year as a result of public transportation let's see yeah that's a scary how many people right are killed in public transportation <laughs> annually let's see what in 2020 what the in 2021 the number of fatalities reported throughout the public transit networks in the u.s amounted to 322 deaths a year-over-year -year increase of around 11% public transit fatalities. Now, the question is, is... Are they counting New York subways? I'm sure they are. Because I feel like a lot of but stuff... But what is that? Does that mean, like, someone has a heart attack on the bus, though, and that counts as a fatality? I'm trying to oh, maybe. understand that. Who knows? You know, like... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure how to make sense of that. Drew Breezy's in the house though. He's good at facts and fiction. So, uh, how many? Right, he can he can figure it out for us. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's a lot of people dying on public transportation every year. Almost one yeah. a day, dude. <laughs> what? Oh, well, you can count on Detroit for at least one good one this year. <laughs> Too soon. You said, Mike. you said almost one a day. I thought you said it was three hundred eleven thousand. No, oh, three hundred and twenty-two. Oh, in 2021, I was I was very blown away. Oh, that would I be thought like you said 311,000. Like, are, how be, are we not losing people? It's like, how, are <laughs> yeah. like, how are they not shutting down? That's transportation? like those statistics <laughs> where a car is stolen every six seconds. It's like, who's got a car left? No one. No one has any cars left. <laughs> how many? Like, uh, yeah, I want to. I want to look at that statistic. How many? Uh, how many cars are stolen per minute? I was very scared and concerned for our safety. More than 1 million cars were stolen in 2022. That's about two vehicles stolen every minute. So a car stolen every 30 seconds in this country. I believe it. Okay. We all know how many, how many cars are bought each, each year in the U.S.? Oh okay. my god, it's astronomical. Three million. So we're a net two million positive every year. Because <laughs> yeah. one one million of them are getting stolen. <laughs> Where are they going? We're getting stolen. No, one million are stolen. Please what is it two? I don't think so. Go back, reread it. You're wrong. No. One million cars in 2022. I I just read it again. National Insurance Crime Bureau. Two vehicles Whatever. stolen every minute. <laughs> That's not true. Lamp filled with oil. I can't answer that question. That's that's not nice. <laughs> Are we ready to move on? Yeah. Because I'm I, I'm 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 hot right now. I mean, not like like physically hot. I'm like I feel like my Don't my articles are yourself, fire. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I'm ready. You. This is a little bit older article, but uh, but still a good one. The LTO, which is the Manila. The Philippines uh, Land Transportation Office <clears throat> draws flack. Of course. Of course it is. Of course. Draws flack from including LGBTQ uh, in their priority lanes. So when you, it's, it's be like uh, going into the DMV and seeing that there's a handicap, <clears throat> you know, people looking for handicap or elderly, and then including the LGBTQ as well. 
So, Manila, Philippines, a group championing the rights of the LGBTQ uh, plus community has called out the Land Transportation Office for including the sector among the people who can be accommodated in the agency's priority lanes. <laughs> Saying the gesture may be well-meaning, but ultimately misguided. Why does special lane? I, I know. It's but ultimately... A, it's not a disability. <clears throat> misguided. Reina uh, Valmores, national chair of advocacy group uh, Bahagari said they welcome the agency's initiative to address the concerns of the LGBTQ+. But she Why points is this a concern? Are gay people can't get to work on time? <laughs> but she they need a special out lane to travel in? That the priority lanes in government agencies are meant to serve people coping with certain difficulties. <laughs> These lanes are usually limited to seniors, the pregnant, and persons with disabilities, among others. Quote, so we want to make it clear, being an LGBTQ plus in no way impairs or affects a person in a physical capacity to take part in crucial governmental functions, uh, Velmora said in a phone interview on Saturday. She said the LTO's accommodation of the community could lead to a misleading implication that being a member <laughs> is an impairment. Excessive pandering. Uh, two instances of the agency's inclusion of the LGBTQ uh, plus in its priority lanes have gone viral on social media. One post on Saturday showed a f- photograph of the LTO's San uh, Isidro district office in Isabella province with a sign indicating a priority lane for senior citizen, pregnant women, persons with disability, and LGBTQ. <laughs> Somebody was just trying to figure out, well... This whole Pride Month seems really popular in the states. How can we be? How can we do this in the Philippines? I know we, we'll just throw them we, in with the disabled. How do we? How do we one up them? Uh, it, quote: Enough with the excessive pandering, LTO San Isidro. Not only are you insulting the group you're pandering to, you're also drawing unnecessary animosity towards them. Uh, went the comment by Anna Cosio together uh, with her post. An earlier post on Valentine's Day showed the agencies. Uh, agency's Batanas district office with heart-shaped balloons decorating a special lane for senior citizens, persons with disability, pregnant women, and LGBTQ. <laughs> uh, Neeson's especially members of the LGBT. Uh, admi- Why don't they add the Q on this one? Admired their inclusion in the priority lane of the other. I want to know. I want to know who used it. Who used the fucking priority lane? What gay person used the priority lane? You know somebody did. You know somebody was like, I, I guess that's me. I, I, uh, and they're not going to ask. I mean, I, I, if if I had to wait in the DMV lines, I would be gay for an, uh, however long it takes me to get through the priority lane to get to renew my driver's license. It's it's yeah, I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, it's it just seems it's who. Who thought of that? Who? I mean, obviously, this is a, a government entity, which, of course, they're going to clearly do whatever they're going to do is going to be wrong anyway. <laughs> uh, but I'm just wondering who who said this is a great idea. And then somebody because it didn't just come from the top. You know, there was suge- there was talk of it and people were all on board. They're like, yes. Oh, my God. Gays need this priority. Like we are going to show people how much like I. Philandro, you don't have to do the the gay pride flag over your Facebook picture anymore. I have a better idea, and, and that's how it came out. I'm probably with alcohol. Well, too. Dave, <clears throat> as Pride Mike, my recent trip to Manila 
I've got to say, was the best hands down vacation I have ever had in Asia. First of all, when I went to Singapore, all I did was say, yes, queen, on the subway, and I was caned with a bamboo stick. Which wasn't that bad in hindsight, pun intended, but when I was in the no, Philippines, pun intended. when I was in the Philippines, there was this crazy traffic. We were trying to go see this whole display where a tiger's roamed in this uh, enclosure with butterflies. It was like a fusion of ancient cultures. And so we're there we are. We're stuck. All I know is I was in this hot box truck thing. What they call wasn't an Uber, but whatever they call it in, in the Philippines, it was like, and then. No, it wasn't. That's what they called it. That's all I could make out. But then. I was surrounded by motorbikes. It's they're everywhere, and there's seven people riding on each motorbike. It's crazy. That's and, and then true. I was like, uh, "Driver, we've got to get to the tiger thing." I paid my Philip uh, Philippine dollars in advance, and uh, there's no <laughs> refund. Dollars. So he said, "Well, it, this lane's only for people with disabilities," and I said, "I'm freaking gay," and he, they're like. Oh, you should have said something earlier. And then, boom, popped into the lane on time. Tigers and butterflies. Glorious. Tigers and butterflies. That should be on a shirt. (laughs) There's a Pride Might segment of the week for Jim. Wow. Wow. We did great. We did. Well, we survived it, Elijah. I am happy that I've been gone the past couple of weeks. Well, Pride Mike only came out last week. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's our Pun first show in June. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh that's but again that's it's a little bit older of a story. But man, I've I've been wanting to read that one for a while. I just haven't had an opportunity. And this is kind of like a hodgepodge uh, podcast that we got going on tonight. So I figured you know what, <laughs> just throw it in there, man. <laughs> I've got yeah, um, another thing that I've been doing in the background while Dave has been reading news stories. I made uh, Russo and Spinetti. So, oh, this mm. is this is oh, an that's AI, not bad, <laughs> not bad. Like. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. how I pictured him. Yeah, yeah me no, too. it's not like bad really accurate. <laughs> I love it. If you're if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, where you of course have hit the plus button and subscribed and left a rating and a review for us, we are telling you there. Hey, come check out the YouTube channel. Follow us there. Hit the hit the subscribe, and you can see all the images that everybody's seeing. <laughs> so as we move on uh for the hill.com online edition uh that sounds title political i know right? it does sound really political <laughs> raskin defends pistol brace rule uh we want them to read the second amendment representative jamie raskin democrat <laughs> from maryland defended the biden administration's restriction on pistol braces and rejected arguments from Republicans who claim it violates the Second Amendment, saying, we don't want them to repeal the Second Amendment. We want them to read the Second Men- Amendment. Or I don't think he must not have read it. Raskin argued that... I don't think he that, knows where it says. <clears throat> I don't think... Yeah. <laughs> I do not think this means what you think it means. Uh, Raskin argued still that... Braces. His, <laughs> it's not... <laughs> you he's just going to say, well, see, it does have everything about braces in there. Yeah. yeah but it does that's have what it says. about guns. Uh, Raskin argued that his Republican colleagues repeatedly invoked the second half 
of the Second Amendment, <clears throat> describing the right to keep and bear arms, but gloss over the first half, which refers to a, oh, here we go. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> yep. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the secu- security of a free state. Uh, they say we went, want to repeal the Second Amendment, Mr. Speaker. We don't want them to repeal the Second Amendment. We want them to read the Second Amendment. <clears throat> Raskin said on the House floor Tuesday, because the Second Amendment would ask us why we are allowing people to go into elementary schools, Walmarts, supermarkets, churches, and synagogues all over America with AR-15s enabled. <clears throat> it says with AR- AR-15s enabled. That's what it says. That was his quote. Sometimes with a stabilizing brace as in Dayton, Ohio, Boulder, Colorado, Colorado Springs, Nashville, Tennessee, and assassinate our people. If a foreign government were doing it, we would declare war on them. Oh, my God, this guy's a fucking idiot. Uh, We would declare war on them, but since we're just allowing the gun industry to spread these weapons of mass destruction around the country, they want to... He's getting all the the buzzwords in there, isn't he? And they say that the Second Amendment must be respected in this strange and distorted way. Uh, because they believe the Second Amendment gives the people the right to overthrow the government, he continued. Is this guy out of his fucking mind? We do have the right to overthrow the government. Yeah, is he out of his fucking gourd? (laughs) You fucking moron. I swear to God. The the House voted uh, Tuesday on the Biden administration's tighter restrictions on firearms with stabilizing braces policy the administration announced in January. The proposal put forth by the Department of Justice's uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives uh, that's another classy group, would reclassify pistols with stabilizing braces as short-barreled rifles. It would also require people with existing pistols that have stabilizing braces to register the firearms with the government by May 31st, 2023. The House approved the bill Tuesday on a mostly party-line vote and sent the bill to the Senate for, the, for consideration. The, House, the White House has threatened to veto the Republican-backed resolution disproving the ATF's rule. <clears throat> that is this is I'm trying not to be mad here but mm. th- go this, off go off King. <clears throat> but think think about this think about this guy this guy is an elected official and thinks that he is speaking on behalf of this country in a in an educated and historical way he he clearly has no concept whatsoever regarding the second amendment at all Complete disconnect from, complete disconnect from history. I I I don't know, man. I'm I just I'm trying to, trying to you know, my heart's in good shape, but I I think that I'm actually going to make it worse doing this podcast because of having to deal with fucking idiots like this guy. What a fucking idiot! Oh my god, it's. It boggles my mind, but once once again, here we are, right? And and I don't know if we're gonna get some comments <clears throat> from uh, from the gallery over here uh, regarding you know uh, whether we have the right to own weapons of mass destru- destruction, you know. But yeah, <laughs> ban city buses. That's that's right, Drew. Uh, it's oh my god, I I I don't know, man. I. How is it that we keep voting these fucking idiots in? We continue to vote these absolute fucking morons in every year, year after year, the same morons. How is this happening? We don't we we clearly just don't care enough. We just don't care. No, it's ridiculous. People don't care. I mean, there's a certain element of laziness on our part, right? 
I said yeah. it before. It's like as long as we have, as long as we've got our phone and we and we're we're getting our coffee and we're relatively unbothered about our day, we just uh, we we trade comfort uh, for freedom, yeah. right? We give up yeah, like yeah. we we feel like we've got a freedom meter, right? And Under the guise start, of security, though. Yeah, start out at a hundred, and it's like uh, I can give that up and still be comfortable. Yep. Yeah. No problem. If that is that keeps people off my back or whatever, and that's the concept, right? That's what that's what an authoritarian government wants you to believe is that they're <laughs> this is for your good, right? Right. <laughs> you give give this up and we'll leave you alone. We'll get off your back, like, and then you keep giving and giving and giving until all of a sudden it's going to become really uncomfortable, <laughs> and, yeah. and you you'll realize that the the meter has has now dipped below the comfortable level and then it's going to be you know well how do you get that back i mean when's the last time the government said hey we want we only want to do this tax for a little bit and then then we'll give it back to you <laughs> yeah like, but, but see, how, that's the thing how it works oh we'll do, we'll do this little law about guns and then then we'll we'll give it back to you no. At least he got his name out there, though, right? That's, that's what this is all about. Because clearly, we, we already know that a brace, it, 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 could, it will have absolutely zero impact on, on any crime at all whatsoever. Right. Uh, because if I wanted to turn my brace into a, a stock, uh, it's, it wouldn't be hard to do. I could even take this brace off i can I, I could literally take this brace off and put the the you know those stupid tubes on there and then just strap a bunch of stuff together to create a shoulder stock something yeah, that's more, it, more supportive exactly. this this will this this does absolutely nothing we just said this this whole smoke and mirrors it's yeah. it's for nothing so there's i think there's two layers to this layer number 1 is a layer of innocence okay at the layer of innocence is simply a a difference in belief. Some people believe in individual responsibility and other people believe in greater levels of control, right? So like that is that's one that's one thing. And I think that there's a level of innocence to that. In in terms of like there are people out there who would be more in favor of gun control or whatever, but their desire for that is more out of empathy for victims and uh, a level of ignorance. They just they don't understand you think the situation. Really? <clears throat> I, yeah. Well, you're not I, talking I, about politicians, though. You're talking about no, people in general. No, I'm talking about people in general. Okay, because right? because that's no. bullshit with with politicians. No, 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 no. I'm game. talking about people because obviously people vote for these other people, right? So right. that that layer of ignorance is what those the the next layer is a layer of intent. And that's the politicians with intent prey upon the ignorant. And they they draw them away and they leverage the fact that those people out of ignorance don't hold to individual responsibility as a core value in life. And if you don't believe in individual responsibility and you don't believe in ultimate accountability to a higher power, then you're left with uh, community control by whom? By the government, right? Like the government becomes daddy. The government becomes God, really. 
And what we're right. seeing right now is people bowing down literally at the White House, the front and center flag being the LGBTQ flag, right. uh, the flag put center, which is which is actually a violation of flag code, how, how they have that. Um, it, it was a clear message that says this is what we worship at the White House. We right. worship this cause, right? We worship um, a deviation from from normative uh, human relationships. And this is what we, if you want to be an American, you must bow down to what we are putting in front of you, front and center from the nation's capital. It is, it is just idol worship. And they are preying upon the ignorant who the ignorant on one level are like, well, love is love, right? That doesn't sound bad. That sounds harmless. And there's ignorance there. They don't understand a bigger picture of the deviant nature of those that are intent on controlling them and manipulating that kindness into right. control. Yeah, I, I think people have to understand we are not knocking uh, somebody with, with different views from us. If somebody's gay, then they're gay. That's fine. What we're saying is that gay LGB, LGBTQ+, plus, whatever this thing is, is a political locomotive it's 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 a it's just another political platform it's a tool because in the end nobody cares who you love or who you date or whatever nobody actually cares i mean that's, if you're that's, if you're yeah, that's ask, the weird thing is like now i have my personal beliefs about this but personal belief aside no one's attacking gay people. No one's attacking no. trans people. No one's stopping them from going to work. No one's stopping them from driving. No one's stopping them from literally yeah, they're, they're, anything. They're creating they are, something. They are, they are creating a problem where one doesn't exist under the guise of acceptance. It's, and, and it's I'm not even leveraging the concept of tolerance and they're hijacking it. They change the meaning of words and they make people who actually have common sense, they're trying to paint them as the ones who have the problem. Yeah, I, I think again, I don't think that in the end it's 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 not about you're not going to find a trans person like it it always has to be the group, right? Uh, it's not you're not going to have a single gay guy going, you know, man, you know, I, I need more rights. <clears throat> uh but you will find it in groups, right? And the groups that are driving this are it's all it's political. Because we know that I mean you you can ask a thousand Republicans, and out of that, you'll have a handful <clears throat> that is not in support of trans people or whatever. Um, but the, that doesn't mean that they actively uh, scout them out and and pick it at their homes or let the air out of their tires or anything of that nature. But uh, but that's how we're given that. Like we're be, we're being painted that way. It, conservatives are being painted in this weird picture. Like somehow we are fascists that don't believe in equality, and but they're trying to they're trying to rename the game, right? They're trying to recreate and and reword things so that it looks like we are are intolerant, right? And it's just it's just not the case. And you know, again, I have a lot of friends that are liberal, and I would hope that they just see me for who I am, not that I am. A fa like a fascist or, or whatever, um, but again, 
it comes down to personal relationships. It's, it's, these groups are, are politically driven. They all have an agenda. And that's really what we're talking about here. We're not talking about somebody, somebody's life choices. I don't care about your life choices. I never cared. As long as you don't give a shit about my life choices, I don't care anything about your life choices. But, but we're, we're made to think that we should be so super concerned about it, whether it's anti or for. It's, it's disappointing. Yeah, it's 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 just a tool. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a it's an intentional tool being leveraged against the ignorant, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you if you sit down and talk with people, usually they don't think the nefarious intent. That's not what that's not what they're about, you know. Right. Um, and and the media portrays things a certain way and makes you think that people think all this certain way, and they cram it down your throat, right? Like they the programming. Most people do not want, like, some uh, someone that I know pulled his kids out of public schools in Connecticut recently because uh, they were, the kids were asked what their, like, sexuality or gender was or whatever. It's like, you know. That's so weird. Like, like, what are, what are you doing? Like, this is, this is But he's not the intolerant school. one, right? This we, is, he, they're exactly. redefi- this is, re- redefining it. This is not what schools supposed. We've moved from education to indoctrination, and we've moved from entertainment to indoctrination. Right? Like, you can't just entertain me with a with a story that's captivating. You have to intentionally insert topics of the day that are being used for political power and position into everything. Right where you shop, what you watch, everything everything is inundated with an indoctrinating message and it's it's a it's a capitalistic propaganda. You know, propaganda yeah. looks one way in communism and it looks another way in capitalism, but it's it's pathetic either way, right? It's just uh yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. It it is. It and is. nonsensical. There you go. It's nonsensical. You said it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Sound off in the comments. Which story was your favorite tonight? I'm sure it was Pride Mike covering news out of the Philippines. was the best one. Which one? I said the speed recast. The what? (laughs) The The speed speed recast. recast. (laughs) Oh, speed recast. Oh, Miss Johnson. Come on. Oh, Miss Johnson. Get it together. At least she has her her mask on. Safety first, guys. COVID is. Yeah, or Tony. Tony the Indian. <laughs> yeah, the mask is doing a whole lot of nothing down there on covering up her turkey gobbler or whatever the heck they're called. <laughs> what are those things called? <laughs> Giblets? What are the, what are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is called? What's yeah, the little... gizzard. Uh, no, no, no. What, what, what is yeah, that little called giblets. skin called? Giblets. Oh. Uh, um, giblets? I don't think so. I don't think so. What is uh, turkey flap of... What is <laughs> flap on the neck called? And their dangling from the chin is a wrinkly mass of bumpy, warty-looking red skin. The waddle. Yeah. The waddle. The waddle. Somehow worse. Yeah, she's covering her waddle with that mask. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Well, guys, how can you battle any of this nonsense? You can be an individual. You can be a a thinker who maybe thinks things through for yourself. Or you can go through 107.com. You'd like to read the Bill of Rights and maybe... (laughs) wonder to yourself what do they mean by well-regulated militia maybe ask that question before you let somebody else do your thinking for you yeah 
Because there's plenty of information on what that means. <laughs> yeah, or you just you just decipher it yourself. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the bus story was my favorite. Thanks, James. That was the title of the show. So, so we're, what we're I'm glad, talking about, James. Glad we delivered. It wasn't uh, clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. All right, guys, thanks for listening. And if you do happen to hear this and you are not following or subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and haven't left a rating or review, please do so. That helps us out. And if you are watching on YouTube or see this on YouTube and you have not subscribed to this channel, you have not liked this video, you have not commented on this video, do it. Let's keep it growing. Do it. Do it. Do it. As the Indian would say, do it. Hey, do it. Do it.